This is Rich Singer, CEO of GreatApps.com, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guide Podcast. I am your host, it's Paul Kemp. I am thrilled, absolutely thrilled today because I have a very special guest and uh, he has been part of my journey uh, quietly there in the background. He, and, and literally this developer here, this owner, founder of a company has unbelievably 200 plus apps in the Apple App Store. So he is very qualified. He should be the app guy. His name is Gonzalo uh, Juarez and he is the owner of eTips. Uh, go and have a look at his website. It's beautiful, eTips.com. Uh, he's the co-founder of that, works, I believe, with his brother. And uh, he's joined us, and he's listened to the episode, so he knows the format. Uh, well, first of all, Gonzalo, I have to say, it's a great honor to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you, Paul, and thanks for the great intro. I think it, and you are the app, app, the app guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're the one with 200 uh, apps. Just tell us uh, your journey. How how have you managed to just do so many uh, apps? I believe they're all travel-related, but perhaps you can give us a well, flavor for that. Well, we've been in the business since the App Store started. We decided to go to the tra- into the travel industry, me and my brother, we were both living in Europe. Today we are based in Argentina. Uh, we just started to, like our main objective at the beginning was just to, just to crowd the, the app store and then doing do some updates and stuff. So today we we own more than 200 apps. They are all city guys and they have really good features. Actually, we got feature for Apple feature us in in the one of their keynotes for for the new iPad 2 I think or something and they because we have augmented reality in in our app uh, which is really great you put when you travel into a new city you just turn the camera on and with augmented reality we just geolocalize your where you are standing and we and you can see on the screen your phone or app on, on or your iPad the, the places to visit. So you don't really need to ask people around where the the Eiffel Tower or the London Bridge are. Gonzalo, I have to say that uh, when you said you had 200 plus apps in the App Store, I thought they would all be very basic, but they even have augmented reality in. I mean, this is yes, a- astonishing. And um, I know that in our pre-chat, you mentioned that ultimately your aim uh, for eTips is possibly to have an exit strategy where someone will come in, a big publisher, possibly and buy you out. Yes, that's correct. That, that's our main objective, actually, for maybe next year or the or the year after. Yeah, that's uh, really, you know, in all the episodes we've recorded, we haven't spent a lot of time talking exactly about the exit. We all, always talk about the journey, and a lot of the apps to tribe listening are at an earlier stage to use where they're only getting one or two apps on the app store. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. it's a growing business and it's a growing market. We need we need an exit plan or or a funding plan or something like that. We are a bootstrap since we started and and today we maintain fifteen fixed employees, so it's it's quite big you now. Have you had any thoughts about who would be interested in buying uh, the, your business? I, I'm I mean I'm just initially thinking it possibly could be uh, already a large publisher who wants to add to their portfolio. No, actually I haven't. 
I haven't thought about that, to be honest. Because there are there but are websites on there that uh, would uh, you could sell the apps individually as uh, individual. I know that uh, one of our previous guests, uh, Paul Myers, he uh, spun off a, a particularly successful app and uh, then sold that, or is in the in the process of, um, I believe, getting selling off some of the equity within that app. That's possibly. Have you thought about that? Well, well, we we haven't thought about that to be honest today. Today, after the new iPhone came up, we saw some changes on the algorithm in Apple. So we are changing. We are going to the freemium model right now. Before our apps, four years ago, they cost $5. A year ago, we moved to $2. We got most most revenue with $2 down to with 5 And now we are going to a freemium model. So we are, to be honest, quite busy migrating everything to freemium model. And we haven't thought about like like selling or we haven't got into the selling part yet. Now, that is also very interesting, Gonzalo, because you are telling me that you lowered the price and you increased the revenue. Yes, that's correct. That was last year. And since a month ago, we we put 50 apps for free uh, and we saw a, an increase in revenue as well so because we're getting the money from the in-app purchases because our apps they i mean you you have quite nice features for for instance you have augmented reality and then you have offline street maps zoom, zoomable maps so and then the offline piece when you're traveling is extremely important because you don't want to exp- to to spend money on roaming charges, and then we have a, the the public transportation routing app. So so if you take the metro in Paris and you don't know what connections to take, you just put the the where you are or where you want to exit, and we do all the connections for yourself, and everything is offline, and we cover eleven languages. For the for the one of the our biggest app, so so we have quite nice features on our apps. Yeah, so really, then uh, you're uh, moving to a freemium model. You must have tested that already, and it's obviously working out for you. That the, the logic there is that more people will download it and then have potential for buying the in-app purchases. Yes, that's correct. I mean, how they downloads just went to to the sky. To be honest, do you have any um, advertising on your apps? No, we don't. And have you tr- tried that in the past? Is that something you tried and didn't work out? Or you no, just... actually, 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 this is a big argument with my brother because uh, I don't like to put advertising. But at some point, when when you have like free apps for like not very not not the most visited cities, uh, sometimes we thought about trying out the ads. But we we haven't. We we've done one. We we we've done the one business with Samsonite, you know the suitcase uh, company. They oh, yes. contacted they contacted us uh, two years ago, I guess. They wanted to put their as a splash of the of the main picture of the of the app. They wanted to put their logo, so we and we put that for free. We put their logo, and it was a very success successful case study. But rather than that, we haven't done anything ads for ourselves. Yeah, that, I've, I was actually thinking that because I have uh, one or two apps that get quite a lot of downloads and I didn't really want to uh, be bothered with putting uh, ads that uh, drive people away from the app, you know, through a click. And 
having a splash page for branding is uh, it's obviously you, you've got to work with some really good uh, advertisers who already have um, you know established brands and they're just looking for the branding aspect rather than you know sort of lower cost publishers who are just looking for the clicks actually they were trying to compete they were trying to get 15,000 downloads and they they put us and two other travel companies into the same uh, uh, into the same uh, track and we 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 got that number in 3 days so it was a really successful case study for us but are you, are you having but, a joke there the case study <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah true man. I, I never believed them but this is one that is true <laughs> <laughs> samsonite cases you know oh dear yeah um, and well and we haven't we, we haven't thought about like putting to be honest uh, ads we talked to tapnak with tenash uh in the in the UK about putting putting some ads and maybe we are going to try out. Well, I have wow. to say, I have to say now, all the people listening to this, they are very, very envious because you have a wonderful portfolio. Uh, will be um, uh, uh, there's almost too many apps for to, for me to link to. I'll just link to your website, and <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, uh, so you must look back on your uh, app career and and just you know marvel with. Uh, how much you've actually done and accomplished. Uh, you, I mean, literally, I guess every app is a, a, a journey for you to learn something new with App Store optimization and launch and all that's, this sort of stuff. That's true. Well, I'm my brother, he's the the main developer. He's the head of the developers. And I do all the ASO. I'm quite expert on ASO. And, it, um, and I got to tell you, Paul, it's really difficult to update 200 apps. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's uh, and and the iTunes Connect is not an easy tool. Uh, sometimes it crashes. Sometimes, well, I would love to upload all the screenshots at once, and I cannot do that. And <laughs> so, yeah, well, um, we'll have to spend a bit of time then on App Store optimization. It's a subject that is uh, close to the hearts of many of the listeners. What uh, are the biggest takeaways that you've learned from uh, App Store optimization? Well, I th- we we've got this uh, this guy working for us, and he's he's really good at making scripts and PHP. And I think he's done a very nice job, like optima- optimizing the the uploading process, the uploading process. Because in Argentina we don't have a very good internet connection, so we we rent a server in Las Vegas. And since here to to the app to Apple, it takes it takes it takes a long time. But this guy have done a very good job of opt- optimizing the the uploading time. To be honest, and then what I believe it's key to the game is the ASO piece. Uh, we don't do any marketing. We we don't have any any budget for marketing. We don't do any marketing outside ASO and. Our business is, is is doing well, actually. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So when you say uploading, I mean, are you talking there uploading to Apple servers your apps that then get hosted on the App Store? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. And then the screenshots as well. This guy has created a new script where you just put all the screenshots in one folder and and you click on the terminal like different commands and that's it. You get all our, all the screenshots uploaded. You know, uh, actually talking to you, we're always trying to explore new ideas. And 
given that you've got an employee in your company who has just uh, created a script for easy upload to Apple, it almost sounds like you could sell that uh, as a uh, resource to other developers, uh, you know, as a stand- yes. standalone. Have you thought about that as a business? Project? Yeah, I, I, I've been asked. I've been asked to do that, but but it's his copyright, and he doesn't want it. Uh, so. It's his copyright. I can I cannot push him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it's it's good to, for other listeners to hear you talking about this because we always you know focus so heavily on uh, making money from the direct uh, apps that we uh, produce. But of course, you know what, what? There's a lot of people making the uh, money. It's a little bit like the gold rush, where it wasn't actually the gold diggers that made all the money. It was the people selling the gold diggers, the spades and the shovels yeah. uh, during there. So, <laughs> so s- selling developers the tools to kind of do. The, their work uh, seems to be like a, a sensible thing to do, and uh, it, it is, it is, it is, uh, and, and I think it's, it's very. If you have many apps, if you have too many apps, it's quite a pain to, to really to to do the manual job. You know, there's one tool actually. There's one software that I use, which is Fake. The name is F A K E, which is really. Fake up, it's called, and it's really good for automat- automatizing the upload of of anything in the in the ITC. So right, okay. Well, I'll link to that in the show notes, and uh, people just then need to go to the appguy.co and search for your name, Gonzalo Juarez, and uh, <laughs> then you'll see links to the things that we're mentioning. Uh, well, you know the format. Then I do like to try and flesh out some good ideas. You have two hundred plus apps. Uh, you must have an idea a day uh, at this rate and uh, <laughs> what uh, I would be millionaire by now <laughs> uh, you know from all the i guess you you must look at the back end data for uh, a lot of your apps um i'm just wondering if you have any insights into uh, what uh, could be you know a good area for the 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 appster tribe listening to this to focus on have you got any partic- particular ideas then you know that could that could be potentially quite uh, lucrative apps well, I think. Uh, well, this is this is an idea taken from my brother. When, when he mentioned it, I was like, "Wow, yeah, you are right. We should do that." <laughs> but it's an app. I would love to see an app in the market that tells you where where an empty parking space are, where the empty parking spaces are. Uh, when you go to a big city, I live in I live in a small town, so I don't have that problem. But when I go to Buenos Aires, uh, which is a big city. You know, you, you drive your car, you have no idea where the parking, where the free parking places are. And uh, yeah. that's something that I really, really would like to see in the market. But rather than that, we are, <laughs> we are launching actually a really good app for travelers, which is going, going to be one app that contains all, all, different, all different travel items, we, which are from maps, from street maps to metro maps, to tourist, uh, to tourist info for places to visit, and everything is gonna be, is going to be into one app. So if you travel to Beijing, you just download this app. You you get the items you need. Some some are for free. Some are some are pay, paid. And if you travel to Mexico, you have all the item, items that you need to travel. So actually, it's gonna be like an app store for travelers. Uh, well, I have to go back to your first idea because I'm really excited by that. And the reason being is that uh, I I have been following the progress of Google uh, Car, the automated driving 
And I always joke with my wife saying that wouldn't wouldn't it be great you literally just step out the car and the car will then go automatically and find a parking spot for you or even just drive around while you then go, you know. So <laughs> almost like to get there, we're, we're gonna, it's going to be a long wait. But what about an app where it's almost like you locate someone who would then drive around the town for you who doesn't you don't need to uh find a parking spot and uh and they would actually take your car drive around while you do your bits and pieces come back in an hour at a uh, you know then you just use the app they find you and pick you up or swap over and then that's it you off you go obviously there's going to be an element of trust but uh yeah, I was going to say that. Okay, it, it, it could work for a first world country, but here in Argentina, it will work. <laughs> yeah. You never <laughs> to, see your car again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you won't see your car, you won't see your house, anything, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just, okay, right, that's not a very but good it, idea. But I think it. it's a great idea for, for countries where, where actually the car is... It's, it's a necessity and it's like it's not like a luxury and well I was in the state I studied in the states uh, and I was really impressed about people like lending their cars to anybody uh, because in Argentina you don't do that you know yeah well so know, this, I mean we, we laugh but actually if you look at how far we've come with the use of apps I mean I uh, recently used something called blah blah car where I picked up a couple of guys who wanted a lift to London uh, they paid me and uh I, I took them and it, it almost like, you know, t- 10 years ago, that would have um, seen quite a risky thing to do, you know, meeting strangers. Uh, but it seems <laughs> it seems like with yeah. apps that it's breaking down all these barriers on trust and these things. Yeah, are- I guess. It, yeah, I guess. It, I guess. I guess Steve Jobs didn't think about that when he invented the iPhone, to be honest. No, and, and look at look at Airbnb. I mean, who would have thought, you know, yeah. going to someone's yeah. strange house and staying overnight? Yeah. But it's the world's. That's a great idea, <laughs> and um, well, for instance, I went to Hong Kong last year with my brother. We were like walking around Hong Kong, and we saw this music band playing. We just heard the noise, you know, the music. We just went where the music was, and it was like the whole band playing with iPad and iPhone. Wow! So, <laughs> so no instruments, they, you know. They weren't they weren't busking, were they asking for some money? I mean, <laughs> obviously got no, expensive. No, no, no. Uh, they were actually playing to be honest, man. Right. I, I don't know, man. Well. Uh, I mean, actually, uh, I know this is slightly off topic, but I did get stopped by a, a DJ once. I was shazamming his music list, and he said, "Stop, sh- stop, you know, do- using shazam <laughs> because that was uh, almost uh, disrupting his, you know, b- playlist." He didn't want me to because I would then go immediately into Spotify and recreate his playlist yeah. and listen to it, yeah. and he didn't like that. And I, I just think, well, get get with the game, buddy. You know, <laughs> it's the way the world yeah, is nowadays. <laughs> I think you cannot go, uh, you cannot go like, uh, well, you cannot do that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So um, the other thing then is this is the App Guide podcast. We do like talking about apps. You must have uh, one or two apps that perhaps you haven't built that you use on your phone. Would you be able to give us some ideas? Yes. Uh, well, actually, I I normally use my Gmail emails uh, app. Gmail, I think, is it's a good app. It's a good uh, mailing option, and I normally use Skype, which I love. Which I love their their interface, to be honest. Uh, and then what I I was really impressed when I was watching this uh, the the new Expedia app for traveling. Uh, they have a quite a nice interface, 
And then uh, what I really enjoy using because I travel a lot is Booking.com. They they have an app, and I love and I love when you can book a hotel and then you, you change dates and you can cancel without getting charged. I love that. To be honest. Gonzalo, I almost forgot that. I mean, uh, I guess we need to save this for the post chat, but uh, I am actually in the process of booking a holiday. So uh, maybe you could give me some resources after we finish this to uh, to actually use. Uh, I don't know yet. I'm really open. And uh, we normally go to Dubai, but it uh, seems quite expensive to fly over. We've got kids. So, um, okay. but, uh, well, anyway, I mean, first of all, I have to say this has been Wonderful. Now, before we say goodbye, uh, I've got a, another very special question for you. And it's, uh, I've never asked this before to anyone, but, uh, no. you, okay, you ready? Uh, you have listened, you've listened to me from the early stages, uh, which I'm so grateful for. Uh, do you, uh, in, in all the episodes, do you have any favorite moments that you can remember that you'd like to share with us now? Well, to be honest, I don't have a special moment. I really, I really enjoy listening to most of them. You do the, you do the podcast so easily, and and you are so clear to to speak. And well, English is not my native language, and and I can understand everything you say. And that's really, uh, that's that's a main. Uh, uh, that's a very good active for me. Yeah, I'm but, just thinking we don't get, I mean, I, I've always been interested in p possibly doing uh, foreign language uh, translation. And uh, I'm guessing that, there, there, is there a big, big podcasting uh, listener base in Argentina? Not actually. I mean, it's, it's for apps, it's not, a, there's none, there, actually there's none actually. We don't do. Actually, there's quite a few people only developing apps in Argentina. There are no, there are not as many as the Silicon Valley or UK or India or everywhere. You know, it's uh, actually I actually live in the north of Argentina. It's a, it's a one million people city, and to be honest, none of my friends know what I do exactly. Right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. well, no divine anyway. They just think uh, <laughs> I play around on games all the time, you know, on my laptop. So, uh, yeah, that, and that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? It's the challenge of uh, trying to educate people in what we do. And, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, for me, it's the challenge to be independent. I, I used to work for, for a big company in Geneva in in Switzerland, and I I just went to for I just went for the 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 independence man. My my dad always told me you should be independent, and that's that's what I want to do. You know. Well, you know, when I talked to you, uh, when I first set this podcast up, you were almost you could have been my what we call avatar, the the the, the ideal person, because to me. Uh, freedom and independence is the most uh, important thing that I do. And, you know, and this, uh, this almost this um, passion, it, it allows us to do that because uh, it, we can connect anywhere in the world. You're uploading um, from all over the world apps to the app store and they're being downloaded all over the world. The distribution platform is truly global and uh, it just means that we can then have a life of freedom. And that is extremely important to me. That's why I set this podcast up to meet people like yourself, Gonzalo. Oh, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. I really enjoyed talking so, talking your podcast. You do a great job and, and keep it up, man. And also, you know, how, how can the listeners help you most? What's, what are one or two of your biggest challenges that we could help out with at the moment? <laughs> to be honest, I would love to see you real... <laughs> people talking about real numbers. <laughs> right, yeah. 
So, uh, well, that's something that I don't know. I, 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 I for ASO, I do different. I have different tools doing the ASO for me, and and to be honest, sometimes it's I do a pani and then the iTunes, and then when I see different search terms, I see a very difference, the different numbers between the ranking that Apani gives me and what iTunes really, and what iTunes really gives me. And then downloads. I would love, honestly, to see downloads and to see how many people download uh, download one app or something like that. I think it shouldn't be a mystery, to be honest. Okay, so what you're saying then is the biggest challenge is, is seeing what other developers uh, are getting in terms of downloads and have those genuine numbers as well so we can get a sense of what was actually... You know, ironically, and this wasn't uh, prepped at all when we spoke, uh, I have just launched a... Uh, an app. Oh, actually, it was launched a while ago now, uh, it, where... It, I've invited uh, developers to contribute uh, their download numbers in the first launches of apps uh, in the fir- first few weeks or months. And uh, and that's something I'm really seeing, a real need to have genuine information, uh, uh, honest, authentic information about what is actually happening and, and other people's experiences and not all this phony baloney stuff, as you say, we get to hear about. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Because that's the only that's the only metric that he gives he gives you like if if you are doing a good job or not. To be honest, yeah. And and I've also experienced you know the fact that people do like to uh, in a way promote slightly or overemphasize their success with what we call downloads. And you know we see it in social media all the time. You know how many people follow you and all this sort of stuff. And uh, I've and, and literally in in all these episodes that we've recorded, uh, twi- the Twitter account follower does not mean that much because I've seen guests who will tweet about me and I'll probably get one retweet if I'm lucky from a guy who's got 100,000 followers, you know. So what does that what does that tell you? It, 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 yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it, it really depends on what, what you want to aim. I want to aim for downloads. So I really need to know I I won't say my competitors, but but I I really need to know if I do a good job because uh, I mean I get I get the money I get the good I I, I live out of it, but I I don't know if I, if I could aim for more you know. Yes, yeah, I think that's comparison as well, and yes, of course we all want to know what our competitors are doing as well. It's uh, yeah. but you know at the end yeah. of the day it's a but bit. It, all... it shouldn't be a mystery to be honest. It shouldn't be a mystery. Because if, if they are doing that, it's because they are doing something right. Or maybe they have more budget to invest on marketing or, or anything. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that if, they, if I know their numbers, I would do the same as them. It doesn't mean that because there are some other factors uh, playing in order to get that number, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a joy. If you're listening to this and you could actually help us with that challenge of getting real numbers from uh, real apps, then, uh, you know, obviously I'm trying to have a go at that with the, uh, if you go to theappguy.co and look for app launch, uh, in fact, go to theappguy.co forward slash app hyphen launch, you'll see real developers posting real numbers. But we need more. We need more of this stuff. Gonzalo, thank you so much for joining uh, us on the App Guy podcast. How best can we reach out and connect with you? Uh, well, you you guys can email me to contact at etips.com. It's, it's easier than than to spell my name. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> or just go to etips.com. There's a like a contact. Inf- there's a contact 
information over there or facebook.com slash etips.travel and just your Twitter Gonzalo J-U right okay um, again, so, they'll all be on the appguy.co if anyone's like struggling or, to write that or down. He will contact me. <laughs> yeah, but I encourage like anybody who's been inspired by this episode and this chat, please do reach out to Gonzali. You, you are a wonderful developer and uh, a, a business owner, and uh, I've just it's just been a joy going through your journey and uh, learning all about what you're doing. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate what you do.